Okay, guys, so we have, um, we just did our meeting. It was great. Yeah, we just did our Sermon on the Mount meeting every Monday, 7.30. Twitch, mm. it's on the Learning to Lose Twitch. You can, if you want to just jump in and Congratulations, be, be, be a part of that. Um, here, let me see the, the tripod real quick. You this can just one? pick it up and just hand it to me like Hold it's a please. stick. It's a stick. So we're streaming Sorry, this guys. live on... Um, TikTok right now, so I'm gonna just try to keep this like out of the way. Um, we have we have Aaron Goodman. Some of you may or may not know him. He's a good friend of mine. I grew up with um, Billy. You want to say hi? Everyone, because hey, hey. I just want to make sure that you guys are Billy here, and then Goody. Can you hear me? Yeah. And then we have Hillary, who's been on the podcast before. Um, her previous episode was called hurt people hurt people and it was one of the favorites actually my uh, editor kaya it was her favorite podcast mm. that we've ever done and she listens to all of them because that's her job to find clips you know to post um so um billy will you just kind of just do you want to kick it off with a Kind okay. of like a checking in on, I don't know, you, you want to know something about either of these people? Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> we've got someone here I don't know, but I can see that Pat knows very well. And I've heard some things and stuff, so I know a little bit about the person, but I've just met him tonight. He seems a little sad, and I can understand why, because I also went through this, a similar thing. It was a two-year drawn-out hell ride. Yeah. And we have Hillary here, who is always lovely to see. Thank you, Billy. Um, so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna. So stay like is so close. Paul? Is it just, Paul? just Aaron. no further than a fist. Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Just closer okay. the better. You know. Yeah. All right. So Aaron, you grew up here in Agura. I did. I grew up off the of Lost Hills. I've known Pat since what T-ball. I mean, bro. The wow. fucking. Hold on a second. The fucking rock. Oh, the rock. Your dad calls me the rock boy. That's or like <laughs> the... Because this fool got stuck. Dude, I swear. I, that must have... I don't know. Like, you, this guy was on the news. It was like a whole thing, dude. You almost died or what? Yeah. So, so, so what you want to do is keep your... Yeah. So, all right. so, I mean, you can... Yeah, you can move yeah. that around or whatever. Is that better? A, he needs a Way pillow, better. too, okay. so he can lean back. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I got one. Cause oh, I'm, I'll get you one. T- tell them the story. About Compact. So when we lived off of Lost Hills, my family and I growing up, um, there was a, like, a really large uh, kind of drainage, like concrete drainage that funnels the water through the hills mm-hmm. when there's uh, heavy rains. And the generation of kids before us had dug out underneath it a large enough space to where it was like basically like the local hangout where you would like sneak away and smoke cigarettes or smoke a joint or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And one day we were down there hanging out and some of my friends, older brothers were there as well. They started jumping on, on top of it mm. to try and scare us. And what happened was the thing ended up breaking and coming down, but it's such a large piece of concrete. It was basically like having like a Volkswagen land on your stomach. Wow. So when that happened, I was pinned under there along with uh, Kerry Garwood, John Travis, and uh, Jake Downs. 
And what ended up happening was they were sitting far enough away to where they were able to wiggle out. I had to be the guy that was the furthest in. So I, I had to sit there for like six hours with this, I think it was like a little bit more than a metric ton of concrete wow. like on my stomach. It was like not all of the pressure was on you, right? It would have squashed you like you. No, it was a, 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 I imagine a very good portion of it was. Wow. Um, I was just extremely lucky with where I was sitting and how it landed. The fireman that saved me, he told me that if I was leaning forward, like maybe a foot more, the thing would have literally taken my head off. Wow. So um, that's my first encounter. How, how old were you then? <sighs> um, Just approximately. You know. Sixth wow, grade. Yeah, yeah sixth, six, sixth grade. So that would be like what? I, 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 I never know like how old. I think we were like 11 or 12, okay. I want to say. Um, I am at. I never knew how old I was. I just knew what grade I was. Yeah, in. exactly. Sixth grade. And is, I don't is, really is when know. It happened. I don't really. Did know. you get injuries from that? Uh, no, I had. Wow, that's a god shot. Yeah, so like I had. There was so Ugh. much pressure that there was literally like an indentation in my stomach from where the corner where the concrete had landed for probably a week before like my body like kind of like went back to normal. Wow, if that makes sense. And were you wow. like crying and freaking? Were you claustrophobic? Oh yeah, no, or? I was. I was freaking the fuck out. I was having panic attacks. There was mm. a rattlesnake that came under there and almost got me. Right. While the firefighters were trying to get me out. Holy shit! And I, I actually passed out at one point before the firefighters uh, showed up. No, this shit was like all over the news. And when and I woke up, like the firefighters were all around me, and like I had like needles and tubes coming out of my arms mm. and shit. And the firefighters were like, what's the name of your horse? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because we were like smoking cigs and, and joints and whatnot. Huh. So like the, the what I think Mark and uh, not Mark, Jake Downs and uh, Carrie and John Travis, they told him I was riding a horse and I got bucked off the horse and fell in the hole and then the oh rock fell on me as a way to just like not get in trouble for smoking cigs. Right. For smoking cigs. Oh my yeah. God, caught in a lot. And I was like, I don't have a fucking horse. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He's like, oh my God, he's got brain damage. Yeah. So For smoking cigarettes. That was like what we did yeah. in sixth, seventh grade. That mm-hmm. was the start. That was the start. Well, that's the thing is that's the start, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so I just want to like... I just like to get in people's heads. Like, so in that situation, do you think I'm gonna, maybe I'm going to die here? Or? I thought I was going to die. You were pretty wow. convinced. And my parents, I remember them standing over there and I was like screaming for them to help me. And like, no one could do shit. Yeah. Like they were, mm. they were trying to, they were trying to like lift the rock up, but they couldn't do it without putting more pressure of it, like mm. on my stomach. Mm. Right. So what they did was, the way they got me out was they used these... Um, wait, wait, wait. Before they got you out, so could you hear and talk to people? You just couldn't move. Like Yeah, exactly. I could talk. When, when could, your friends wiggled out, did you feel like, oh, fuck, like I'm stuck here? I mean, No, they, they tried to lift it up. And this thing weighed literally like one metric ton. So like three little sixth graders aren't going to be able to lift that shit up. So wait, how did it fall on you again? Jake Downs and Mark Halpern's older brother, Jeff, were... They were crawling out. They jumped onto it and were, like, jumping on it to, like, scare us. Mm. And then it actually broke. 
And then, and then they were like, "Oh fuck!" And then they and just, then it just yeah. you just were stuck under it. Yeah, you they just ran away after that. Well, they ran away because once we realized they, they were trying to help us get the the rock up, but once we realized that we couldn't do it, they were like uh, Garwood um, told. I think it was Garwood or Jake. They ran to the nearest house and just called the cops. <laughs> and next thing you know, we got fucking. So Carrie, so Carrie Garwood, the kid who he's talking about, played bass in my band Delusion with Jason, Jason Evigan, right. singer songwriter, um, incredible person, been on the podcast a bunch of times. Uh, we were in a band called Delusion, and J and and Carrie was the bass player, and then I became the DJ keyboards. And Goodman lived right next to Carrie, and yeah. Goodman was where we would go to buy weed. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodman always, you always had weed. I did. And you were flipping, I think Goodman was pushing probably the most weight out of most of the people that we knew. And you got, he got raided. The cops raided your house. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. In sixth grade or this was later? No, this is in, this is out of high school. We're fast forwarding now. I don't know if that event, I mean, look, that kind of a traumatizing event, I definitely think has an effect on a person, but Whatever you 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 you, uh, you know, or what about when I got sent away? Right. So I was getting in yeah, a lot. I was getting in. I was getting in so much fucking trouble when I was a youngster that literally I got court ordered to go to this place in the middle wow. of Utah. This uh, in, oh in, right, wait. in Provo. No, it, it's uh, we actually drove by it, Pat, on our way to Zion. Remember, I pointed it out. Huh. They converted it. Oh. We were going through Laverkin. Remember when we stopped at the grocery store and we're going up that one road? Um, we drove past it. Right. It, so, so they, they took you out of bed Yeah. some crazy shit. Yeah. No, they, they, well, the thing is, is that I was supposed to go to juvie for like a year, a year and a half for uh, a couple burglary charges. And um, <laughs> yeah, well, one of them was a this robbery, kid, though, because dude, the chick on. was actually home. Hold on. I'm just realizing right at this moment that this is actually going to be a really good fucking podcast because Goodman's got some shit that he's been through. So hold on. What burglary charges are we talking? <laughs> he used to break into homes, steal money, right. jewelry, all that shit. Okay. So because it's funny because Goodman, we both kind of have a similar story, but you went to a different middle school. Or wait. No. No, no, no. We went to the same middle school, same high school, but he lived... I lived in, on, on the border of Calabasas and Agora. Yeah, so we weren't, like, super close growing up. Like, you weren't, like, hanging out at my house as much as, like, Tim or Dane. No, I've known Tim since Sunny Sky's, like, preschool Yeah, days. no, but we, we've all known each other, but, like... Look, the point I'm making is we didn't like hang we, as much because that wasn't in close of proximity. Yeah, to where but you lived. we were doing the same shit. Yeah, but you 100%. were doing it like times two, so we would break into houses and be like, "Yo, here's like a, a an ornament that we got just to prove we were in the house." This fool's going in the houses like actually trying to come up on money, like valuable items. Yeah, money, jewelry, yeah, all that shit. But did you come from a, a well, like a good? Oh, I came from a very well-to-do family. My my family was we came from New York. My dad had a really good job, made a lot of money on Wall Street. We moved to Mexico when I was five years old. Then what the fuck? Was he trying to escape the IRS? Or no, something? he made a grip of money and wanted to be a writer. That was his lifelong oh. dream. And this uh, town, San Miguel de Allende, is where artists go to get inspired, supposedly. <clears throat> so after four years of living there 
and him not selling a single screenplay, he's like, oh, fuck, we're out of money. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go figure out something else. So we moved up to Los Angeles. And then that's when I met Pat and Tim and that whole crew. They were like. So you're facing burglary charges. Correct. And your but parents are like, we're going to just get him sent to this place. No. Instead. So what happened was my dad hired a really good attorney. And the attorney was like, this is his way out. It, it said, look, judge, in, in lieu, instead of sending him to, um, juvie. to juvie, why don't we send him to this uh, private school is what they called it. But it was like a hardcore. Oh, no, this shit was no joke. Like, it's- so are you guys able to follow this story? Was it one Sorry. of those outdoor? We have literally like a hundred people things? listening. Right no, so, okay. So what happened was it, it's it was an old it was like an old mansion that was converted right, cool. and it had like a basement, uh, but it was literally like like the ident like identical to jail. Really? I mean, I've been, I've been to jail several times. You know about that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get, get to that later. <laughs> so you got to go a little closer. They're having a difficult time hearing. You. Okay, is that better? Are they? Are you yeah. live? Yeah, I just. Wait, hold on a second. Difficult oh my to hear. God, I love that. Difficult to hear. She's live. Yeah. Well, no. Well, see, here's the thing, guys. I don't have this piped in yet, but soon I'm going to figure out a way to pipe in what we're hearing in the headphones so they can hear it the way we're hearing right. it. But right now, all they're hearing. Oh, is what's coming to the phone? Is, like yeah. this is what they're hearing, right? They're so hearing it's a little echo. On the, yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I, yes, they they can all the yeses. Yeah, there's a lot of difficulty here. So yeah. Goodman's telling us the story of where when he his parents hired some people to just take you out of bed. No, so what happened was the judge was adamant about me going away and doing time because mm-hmm. I had uh, I had three charges and I was defiant every step of the way what do you mean i don't know it was just growing up in like this was like in high school freshman year Uh and the thing was like i was hanging out with like cayman hargraves and like all these kids that were a lot older cayman hargraves yeah that fool was gnarly i don't remember him okay he was like probably he well him logan rainus all those older guys that were like it was cool to be like a thug or be bad or whatever yeah 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 and like it was cool it was really cool yeah and and when you're like these guys when when you're like looking out for affection from others or whatever you know like you want to be accepted and you just moved there yeah uh, no i'd been living in lost hills since i was since like first or second grade oh okay So, so that we're talking now, and in, in, this is in high school. Okay. Altogether, how much time would you say you've done? I mean, not like a whole bunch, but he's been in and out. Like, how much I, time would you say? I've been in and out of correctional facilities since the age of 14. I have probably done a total of about four years, maybe, mm. combined. Because wow. there, there were different stretches. Right. So they, they take you out of bed. Right. Well, the judge, so the judge agreed, except I was court-ordered to finish this program. And the thing is, is about 60% of the kids in that place were in the same situation. It was offered as an so alternative. So how much time did you do at Utah? Uh, 26 months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so do you think it's worse than Juvie where you went? Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. the, uh, we had case managers there who are supposed to, so like the case manager is supposed to basically be like, you, you, you're assigned to a group or a pod of people. Mm-hmm. The building's on lockdown 24-7. The staff that they hire were all these, like, 
Samoan, like Tongan football players from Dixie State. So these fools, you fuck around, these fools Yo. are fucking, you, you get slapped. And like, wow. they, you, fucking, you go flying but across you, the room. You know what's funny though? This is, this is what I think is really interesting is we, we remember came in and, and it's funny when we look back on like when we were in high school, middle school or whatever, these bad kids, like, right. dude, they were all little bitches. We were 17, 16. Like if you really, yeah. I mean, I mean at the time, like, you know, it, it, these guys seem like so gnarly. Like, like remember like Logan or even like Josh Hesketh, like slanging or whatever, you know, like, yeah. he was like a badass. Death fool was fucking a little seven, 16 year old pussy. I yeah. Mean, but when we were, when we were 13 or 14, right. you know, that they seem a lot bigger and badder this guy's you know. Simone. no i know but it's just it's funny because sometimes i think about that and i'm like dude it's such a weird when you see kids in high school you're like they're just little kids yeah although some seniors are pretty gnarly like you know I had LeBron a senior, James. There's he had a beard. He looked like a man. He well, was yeah. like a football player. Well, Le- LeBron James. There was only one of those though. LeBron James entered the NBA as a senior, so you can be gnarly as a senior. Yeah. But like eleven, most eleventh graders are not like gnarly or scary at all. Um. <laughs> but so what, what, what we're gonna try to do here is like fast forward. Yeah. Wait, wait, we wait, want wait. the cliff notes. The cliff notes. Wait, one, one, I have one question. So, cause I spent a lot of time in juvie and placement and, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about this place. Cause it sounds like it's worse than going to jail it, or, it, or juvie. Well, the same way that the prison system in the United States has, has been privatized for money for financial mm-hmm. gain. Uh-huh. That's the exact same business model that this school program was operating out of. Mm-hmm. They had strategic locations they were outside of U.S. jurisdiction, like Western Samoa, Mexico, and in those countries, they abide by different laws, and they can get away with shit that you would go to jail for out here. Um, the kids that one of the kids got sent to the site in Mexico, and they called that place high impact. So that's when the kids that were really bad that went to our place, the worst of the worst, they just couldn't put up with them anymore. They sent them to Mexico. High impact. High impact. And at that location, one of the kids died. And that's when all the shit came crashing down. The whole program fell Look, apart. Maddie Simmons says she's been sent away to rehab in Mexico, gnarly. I don't know if that was, I don't know if that's the same thing, but is that Maddie? Is that, is that our Maddie? No, that's not our Maddie. That's a different one. So let me ask you this. Did you get any benefits or any like PTSD from that experience or, or anything? I definitely, no, I mean, I became a much tougher, gnarlier person, I feel like, um, as far as my getting thick skin and being able yeah. to handle shit. I think it may have done, like, damage to him, actually. She said it. Well, it, I mean, like, so I was trying to get, get to that point. The case manager was a woman. Um, oh, it is her. It is her, yeah. Oh, hey, sorry. Maddie. There's a girl here in our chat that, 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 that jumped in our meeting that we did. I spoke in a meeting because right. Hillary asked me to speak on, on a Friday. Friday yeah. And, and this, this girl, Maddie attended the meeting and she shared and, and it was really powerful share. She was crying and talking about, you know, wanting to be sober. And, and it just, it was a, it was, it was really cool because we got to see yeah, firsthand. And her date is August 15th is her sobriety date. Wow. Right, Maddie? But we, 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 we got to see like social media, like actually helping people right. get sober because she would have never been in the meeting if she hadn't found me on TikTok and 
now she has Hillary over here as her sponsor, right? Yep. Is that what yep. is happening? Mm-hmm. And, and so we're, you know, if, if you want to get sober or you just want to have a better life, I think, you know, that's what we're here for is mm-hmm. to help people understand how to do that through like humility and basic you know, having gratitude, man. Every yeah, day, every gratitude. day, is, every day is a fucking blessing. Yeah. And it's not only that, I mean, it helps us because that's how it works. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The giving is in the receiving. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're in this gnarly place in the gnarly place. We tried to escape once we were able to successfully get out. Uh, we you, to, what do you mean? We, me and a couple of the kids that were there was it co-ed. Yeah. You didn't give up. Fuck, dude. No. When we're kids, we're just fucking, we don't give a shit. So, yeah. Yeah, it's so, almost yeah. like you don't have morals or something. There's like no moral compass. You have a, fear is not really. And, yeah, fear is, in it you does yet. not you exist. Haven't, fear has <laughs> not hit the it's, pavement yet. It hasn't. But it you hasn't. know, it, it, in some ways, I kind of wish that that never went away. Like, in some ways, I wish I could go back to how I was when I was young, as far as well, like the care. does that. Yeah. That's a prayer. The, the, the whole carefree. I want to live life with a little bit of a lighter. Yeah, that would be it's, nice. Everything's so heavy. I don't know. You know, like yeah, when, mm. when you're that young and you I mean, haven't gone through all, all the shit that life throws at exactly. you, you're not really jaded on life yet. Right. You know, but, but the goal for us here is to go back to the childlike mind in some ways. I think a lot of ways we're, we're not thinking as much and we're mm-hmm. sort of letting go more and we're just kind of taking one step at a time. I mean, if, if we could just turn our brains off and just do the stuff, we'd be We'd be fine. But the brain just keeps going and it's just, yeah, you live your life in fear and scarcity. Yeah. You but know? if we turned our brain off, we wouldn't be who we are. That's the great thing. <sighs> no, we're, but like praying we're given free will, but, but praying is, you know, a, a way for us to get out of our like we don't want to be making the decisions we want to just be kind of cruising through life like zippity dude like singing in the morning like like that's a kid that's some kid shit that's some young like i don't want to be thinking so much you know think about it i mean if you kind of like what does prayer do i mean it's like when i pray i go to god it's like God, my father, let's say. I mean, I use it at that sense. Like, I'm, I'm like a child. I need help. Mm-hmm. So that's how I get my, not immature care. It's that childlike energy back. Yeah, yeah. Childlike the, the, spirit. There's elements know. of the child thing we want, mm-hmm. and there's elements of the adult thing that we well, want. It's not childish. I, I would like a childlike spirit, which yeah. is like yeah. playful, and I have fun, Innocent. and I see the yeah. beauty in things. And I got you. I see the pony and the horseshit. I see the good stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, this... Like you said tonight, you know, you were sharing tonight, I mm-hmm. hope I can say, but yeah. you're sharing about your your breakup with your wife. And it's like, if you go to yourself, you're going to see all the horrible things in it and the loss, loss, loss. But when you go to and you pray and you're like, God, help me see the good in this. It's like, you know what? I don't know what the outcome will be, but I'm going to have faith. That's what faith is about. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to trust this one. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why I'm going through it, but I'm just, you know what? I'm going to take that leap of faith 
that says, I'm going to believe that you've got something better for me yeah. or this is all happening for a reason. I don't understand it. But that's like a child. When a child goes, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, and then the mother or father said, it's going to be okay. And you're like, okay, I'm going to believe you. So, so like where are you at with that? Like we can come back to the story thing, but I just want to kind of touch base on like, where are you at with like your recent breakup and just like being able to like live your life day to day and try to, I mean, I know it must've been, it must be super painful. Like, how are you like? Yeah, no, I mean, but it is very painful or was, I should say. I, I love her and I will always love her. I want her to be happy. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I think she will love you too forever. You guys share something that's, yeah, I would I would hope so. Yeah, I know she does and I know she always will. You guys will never be able to forget the years you spent together, you know? And all the good times. That's what I've been doing recently is it's so easy to focus on the negative, but you know, we were together almost 10 years and that's it's a long Oh, that's time. All, that's almost a third of my life on this planet. Yeah. You know, that's a long fucking time. But you guys are young. I, I grew up pretty fast. I knew what I wanted. In in some ways, yes, but then in other ways, like we are emotionally stunted, you know, and we need to learn, or at least I I was. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like I, I, when you, when you talk about that, say I, not we, right? You speak and speak for yourself. I well, <laughs> well, well, well when oh, I, that's good. That's but but when yeah. I say we, I, I speak for alcoholics. Which you don't know for sure if you are yet, but that's what I, I say. We, when I say we, I mean like a collective whole, a collective whole. Like if you're an alcoholic, mm-hmm. you've definitely stunted your emotional growth and you're, you have this issue of like King baby, mm. you know, and, and, and we can't trust our mind and it's, it's, you know, we're definitely like selfish and self-centered and, mm. um, I mean, if you admit that you're an alcoholic, these are some of the things that you, uh, they, they kind of go hand in hand with the disease. Right. But right. it's like in step two, it says, you know, the hoop, the, the hoop is bigger than it looks. Like you don't have to take all this all in at once. It's a process. It's like if I had to all of a sudden, if, you know. Goodman's the best though. He goes, speak for yourself. <laughs> no, we, no, he's so fucking, like we were on the, we, I have a, I have a bachelor, a bachelor party. We call it this trip. I made this video. It's on my YouTube. It's the fucking best. It's my bachelor party. And we're, I'm filming everyone. We're fighting. We're like, you know, and I'm like, I'm talking about alcoholism because our friend Brad is like going through it. And what did I say? I forget. I, I was like it. something profound. I was like, no, I was like trying to like, no, yeah, he was, he was talking, he was like talking about, I was like, we, um, you know, we, you know, I know we've all done a lot of stuff that, you know, whatever. And he's like, he's like, let's, let's keep it to the I. <laughs> Let's keep it to I statements because I'm like looking at Goodman and I'm like talking to wow. Goodman and he's like, let's just, you know, it was a really funny moment. It in, timing's everything in the video. Yeah. yeah. And was, meanwhile, Brad's like crying. And no, he was, he like, was in, he was having a rough time and he was venting. Yeah. And it was, it was basically the same exact scenario. He was saying something like, I need to post that video. Um, again, I wonder if it's even on my YouTube. 
but whatever. I think it is. You guys were watching it here. Like well, that's on year. Vimeo. Uh, whatever. But um, so so you go to fucking uh, the the juvie thing. Yeah, whatever. So I go to the juvie thing. Come we, back. We, we, yeah. The thing that was fucked up though there is that the the case manager, the woman that was supposed to be like watching over us and like reporting back to um, the courts and giving them like like status updates and stuff like. They were fucking the kids. Like, we were having sex with these chicks who were, like, 45 years old and who had, like, husbands and, and families of their own and, and you know. Um, really? Yeah. So, me and then this one other kid. Um, I know two other kids um, were having sex with this woman, too. And, um, you know, when you're locked up all day and you're getting the shit beat out of you by these guys, it's like, you got nothing better to do, so why not? Mm. The good with the bad. Yeah. <laughs> In your mind. So you come back home, you start selling a little weed. Yeah, so when I was gone, my dad left my mom for his yoga instructor. Wow. And he um, was very strategic about hiding his money to not have to mm. pay for child support and things of that nature, from my understanding. That's really the reason why I started slanging him to, on the level that I did, because I'm paying my mom's mortgage in cash every month, handing her. So you just like were angry at your dad? Oh, hundred percent. He used to beat the shit out of me all the time when I was a, when I was a kid, when yeah. younger. Um, so really, yeah. Like, but like, what does that look like? Um, getting thrown down a flight of stairs. Wow. Like, it only stopped happening when I got big enough to fight back. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's that's that's what stopped him from doing that. Once and you it, just fucking oh that's like, why I, that's why I was always fucking scrapping and like being like the just the fucking savage like idiot that I was because I yeah. had so much anger built up inside me that yeah. like that's the only way I knew how to get See, it out. This this is one of the things about Goodman where like I feel like you know th- there are certain people who may not actually be alcoholics. They may just have like serious like rage issues or like depression. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. Not everybody. Is. Because there's like, only I don't know. There's some are, like I mean. there, I have to have an open mind, you know, like I, I definitely think that there was a period of time in your life where like you benefited where you would, where you are benefiting from like doing less. Cause you're going like Veronica got sober for five years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She kind of needed to clean up a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I had a couple two years here and there where, where I didn't, you know, do anything. Yeah, I mean, but, he, and, 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 and that's the crazy thing about people that are just like hard drinkers, not alcoholics, is they can just clean up real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just clean up real quick. Well, that's that invisible line we cross over. We don't know we've crossed over it. What do you mean? Well, they talk about it in AA. It's the invisible line. Like, I don't know when I did it, but at that point when I did even though I wanted to stop hurting myself and destroying my life and blowing my life up mm-hmm. every, you know, I get up in the morning and say, I'm not going to do this again. I'm j- I, you know what? Or on a Thursday, I'm going to have such a great weekend. I've got this whole, everything. I'm going to take care of myself. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm like, Hey, give me a beer. It's like, I had no intention of doing that, mm-hmm. but let me get one of those. That's what I'm saying. It's cro- <laughs> I've cro- Yeah. That's important. I crossed over that invisible line that I can't, I can't, you know, it's the phenomenon of craving that, that no matter how much I want to, my But, di- like, my I think disease. that for, for someone like, like, do you have that? Like, I, I, have you ever been in a situation where you're like, okay, I'm not drinking. I don't want to drink. 
and then you just drink? Or is it more of like you just end up acting out your anger and that's your thing? I don't know. That's a good question. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with it. Because I feel like you're, you can kind of just like take it or leave it. I don't know. That's the, I feel that way. For me, I was drinking heavily because I. Like I'm not going a day without my pills and my weed. You know, it's just like, I'm not going anywhere without it. Yeah. Like you're not really like that. No. But, but you like are, to drink when you're on a thing with people. Well, and that's the thing. It's like for me now, drinking, it's it's different now because for me, it's going through the divorce and slowly watching my marriage like unravel. It was the hardest thing in the world for me to go through because when you, the person you care about the most on this planet doesn't care for you the same way back Mm -hmm. that's like the most painful fucking shit you can ever ever fucking feel and it's it's it sucks and and yeah look we had gotten married we were i had a really good job working with friends of mine that i i still love and care about um and you know we we crushed it we we built a, a really awesome company and I was making a lot of money and you know my plan was to buy a house start a family with Alma and you know it didn't work end up working out that way so we were already having tension between us we were partying a little bit more and I can I can remember to trace it back to when Cassie got divorced because once she got divorced she put that shit in Alma's head, maybe. And it wasn't not so much as that. It's like Cassie is a very intelligent person. She's very loving and, and, and compassionate when she needs to be. She's pretty hot, too. She's pretty hot. She's definitely. She's like this little, like, firecracker. Yeah. Like, fake, fake tits. Just like a partier, like, flirty. Like she's, it was also, yeah, it was also her personality that had hot. She's just, just like. It wasn't just a physical. She's just, like, down. Her. Yeah. Like I've, she's just like down. <laughs> she is. I mean, I've. She's sent me photos and all kinds of stuff. You, you know. Dude. Yeah. No, I, I'm aware. We probably would have. You know. Whatever. Yeah. Me and Veronica. I would have wanted to. You know. Mm-hmm. Have a situation with Cassie, but Veronica is just narch. She, Veronica is. She wants to keep it classy. You know. Mm-hmm. I got it. But, um, yeah, she likes the, so you, you, your marriage fell apart. You broke up and you drank to like, to, to do, but you were drinking before that's I would no, That's the thing. Yeah. So let's, let's go, let's go back on that. So I was, thing. I was drinking before. Like, I feel like that's a big part of the reason why that happened. It is. And that's the, well, I was trying to get to that point. Right. So Cassie gets divorced. And at that point mm. she's hanging out at our house, like all the time. Cause her and Alma are like sisters. Right. So, um, that's when the alcohol consumption really kind of got ratcheted up. It wasn't like every oh, day. Oh, because like she was drinking with Cassie. We, we were all drinking. Like mm-hmm. our, our house was like basically the jump and off And you point. were doing more than just drinking. Yeah. I was, you know, doing blow and all that other shit. Yeah, but like physically with, you know, Cassie and whoever else was there. I mean, it's, 
Let's just let's keep it G. Let's keep it G rated for the time. Being. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, we'll get to that shit later. No, we don't even need Fill to get. We, we don't even need. To, yeah, I don't want. I don't want. We don't even need to get to it. I don't yeah. think it's necessary. Yeah. Um, so you're partying, you're drinking, and it's getting out of control. And yeah. When that happens, you yeah. start to fight or whatever. No, because what happens is, is in a general way is <laughs> what happened was that it was basically like this cycle. Like every Friday, get off work, and then it'd be like just drinking and doing blow from Friday all the way till Sunday. And it was just a cycle that kept mm. repeating. And it was just like, I, I was sick of it. Cause like I yeah. was really trying to focus on my career and trying to, you know, build a family and a life with Alma. Right. And I, it, I could see it start to kind of unravel before my eyes that shit was spiraling out of control. And I was not down with it. And you know, every time I would try and put my foot down and say, hey, you know, let's chill, I would get a lot of pushback. And, it, you know. Really? Yeah. Um, it, it got to a point to where. Well, because, because you don't drink. That's another thing is I feel like, yeah, but you both kind of got a little. You, neither one of you really dr- gets wasted well. I would say it's an accurate statement. Both of you guys. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're both. Yeah, you both would. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's the other thing is like you know she's young, you know you're you guys are young and you're still learning stuff together, and that's where the humility comes in, and it's just important to. Uh, yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah. Well, how old are you? So Billy, let's talk when into the you mic. Say young? How young? Yeah, how old are you? Talking about? Um, thirty six years young. Oh no! Right now he is, but he got married. We, at twenty six. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So this shit's going on. We're talking. You know, he's like 29. So when did you notice it was unraveling? Like how many years ago? Um, so where we've been apart. I mean, did, did you have a good long stretch where it was good? Oh, yeah. I, I fucking, we traveled the world together. We had all these inside jokes where, yeah. you know, you can like make someone laugh so hard yeah, that, no, they, I, I, that look, they would cr- like almost be crying. I filmed like, their wedding. Yeah. And it was like the sickest wedding video ever. Um, I was at their wedding. And then I filmed like two other weddings in that place in Mexico. Yeah, Sayulita. But actually, oh, it's beautiful down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just remember though, we ended up. Yeah, see, it was it even see. I even remember it being somewhat of an issue at the wedding too. It was because at that point we were still partying a lot. So, 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 so we get up right. We're going on a boat trip. We're going on the boat in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And she stayed back with Cassie and them. Yeah. Because they were, they went too hard the night before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, she, and we, when, you, when you made the video and she saw it, well, she was fucking like so pissed. Right. Because like she saw what she missed out on. Cause like, that's what I'm talking about. It's not about making money. It's about making memories. Yeah. You know? like, but I mean, that was on, I mean, should we not, should I not have put that in? Like, so the video, No, you should have put it on. Hold there. up. So like, I basically have like, so this was right when I got my, my red, my camera. So we're on the boat and I'm literally filming like a music video mm-hmm. on this boat. Like we're listening to music, like all that, like this wedding video is so dope. Like it looks like a fucking movie. Like we're on the boat. Everyone's like rap. Like it looks like people are performing. It, it looks like a fucking rap video. And then it's, there's a drone. Yeah. Like I have drone shots and a boat shot. It's just a beautiful location and like girls. And it literally looked like a music video, mm-hmm. but like the bride wasn't on the boat. So she saw the wedding video and she was like, I must, I remember her, she, she was her, I remember her not loving the video um, for that reason, but 
shit, I'm trying to just make the best video I can. No, I was, and, that and, was an epic trip, and, and it, you should have documented every And, like, every that's my whole thing as, like, a... Do you think she's an alcoholic? See, that's the thing. I, I can only speak for myself. Good. And I would, I'm not going to say anything bad about her. I love her. Um, that's a decision that, you know, she would have to make for, you know, to, a conclusion she would have to come to. I, I, I honestly I, I, don't think so. Yeah, I think that she just, you know, she just likes to have fun. Yeah. I, I, you it, know? It's just like... I mean, listen, all the times, from my perception, all the times t- leading up towards the end when we were out and having fun, you know, we went to, we went to a few different weddings when you guys were on the rocks. Yeah. We went to one in... Uh, the ca- the Caribbean. Where the fuck were yeah, we? Yeah, we were in a, Chris uh, cousin Chris's wedding. Yeah, we're at a we're at a wedding. And these this fool's tripping. Well, again, was just that was a- that was because that's what that at that point that was like at the peak of the pinnacle when the shit was like just hitting the fucking fan. So, so this guy went through like almost. Uh, it all started in Palm Springs. I feel like correct. He, he had this it was, episode where you took too much whatever and you just started getting super paranoid and this fool kept coming up to us going like yo like he kept thinking everyone was conspiring against him it was like Mm. i mean that remember you took my phone and you fucking yeah that was like something i i don't know there are still times when i'm like it's hard for me to even no i I think i had like a mental like i snapped because like that on that moment i remember exactly why i'm like actually i realized at that point that Alma was no longer in love with me. And that's what made me flip the fuck out. Mm. On your wedding? No, this is uh, on her birthday. Mm. Uh, we, we all, a group of us went up to Palm Springs together. Oh, it's and so that's hard when it, to be that's, in both sides. Yeah, but I don't know that that's... No, that it, it was. I remember it specifically. But I, how I, do you know for sure? Because I look back on it every fucking day and I, and I think about it. Mm-hmm. Because I always question why that happened. Like, was it too much drugs? Was it no, this? See, was it that? See, see. Well, I, I can relate to that because when yeah, I found but, out Angela didn't love me anymore, I, went, I, left, I lost my mind. Yeah. I was scary. Yeah, I yeah, became but, scary. Yeah, but hold on a second. You were acting in a way. I saw it. No, I do remember that. So I, sh- you were acting so, like, paranoid and, like, you had like a really bad trip that lasted like a really, like way too long. So this is another reason why I was drinking a lot too, was because at around that time when I realized that you know we were kind of circling the drain, um, I, it was too much for me to process mentally. I was having panic attacks, mm. and that's one of the reasons why I was drinking so heavily. Because the more panic attacks I would have. I would drink to kind of like... But why were you having panic attacks? Or you don't know? I don't know. I, so I, this is before Palm Springs? Uh, no, this is pretty much from Palm Springs onward. Well, so that's what I'm saying is I feel like Palm Springs was the beginning. It was. And, and, and whatever happened at Palm Springs, I think that you took whatever it was, Molly or whatever it was, and it, it brought something to the surface. Correct. It was something that I think I had known for a while, but I just did not want to accept or acknowledge as it relates to Alma. Yeah. No, I think that there was other stuff that came to the other surface. trauma. Yeah. Possibly, you know, like, like insecurity, rage. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot a, of that stuff. Yeah, self-limiting that, beliefs, and, all that shit. And that was like coming out during that trip. And she was just like, this is too much, but you, she wasn't even like, like, dude, it was her 30th birthday party. And you were like threatening to leave for like no reason. 
I was really upset. But why? Because I was freaking out, and the fact that like I could not get any support from her whatsoever. But she was giving you support. I don't remember it that way. I know, but because that's because we're so we're king babies. We're like little children, and all the validation in the world will never be enough because we are, need to be the ones to you, validate you. Not him. You're not him. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like there's a line in the big book that says... I feel like I can relate, did we though. Not, did we not indeed set the ball rolling? And I was there, dude. I was, like, watching it, though, Billy. No, no, I hear you. I, I, was, I was like joking. I was joking. I was, yeah, that was it. No, but I was, like, watching this happen. And he kept coming up to me and Veronica, and he was like, dude... What happened? Like, I know something happened. I know everyone's like tripping on me and looking at me and talking about me. And we're like, yeah, bro, well, you're tripping, but dog. But you're talking about alcoholic. I think he had like a breakdown. Yeah. No, he did. Right? It was 100% like a mental yeah. breakdown. Like, mm-hmm. and it was. Right. But what I'm saying is it was his mental breakdown was something that she wasn't equipped to deal with. Yeah. And it wasn't that she was well, falling. Is. It wasn't that what she was falling out of love with him. She just like, didn't know like what to do. And he perceived that as she's right. falling out of love right, with right, him. Right, and I it enhanced you. your fear even more. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. I, I just feel like, have you been going to like a therapist and really talking about all this stuff? It sounds this is, like, bro, you got some shit. To yeah, fucking work no, out, I've man. been, I haven't. And I'm actually realizing right Right now, like today, and you actually showing up. He was the first one here. He called me last night. He's like, yo, I want to like get some good people back into my life. Because low key, like me and Veronica sort of cut him off. He's a really close friend of mine. And this is yeah. the first day I've seen him. And pro- more than a year. I want to Like say. this fool's just been like, yo, we're done. You're out. You're, you're not, you're not okay. And you need to like figure your shit out or like get sober or whatever it is. That's hard. That's tough love, but you know what? But, but, but so mean, now he's here and I'm like, yo, like, dude, I love this guy. Yeah. Like, I want to help you and you're going to, we're going to get through this together. Oh no. I am. The last year has been the toughest year of my life, but also one of the best because I was at a point where I had everything and I was not happy. Mm. And then when I lost it all, I, this last year, even though I've been, I was homeless for a short period of time, um, I, 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 I had a 12 year career from a very profitable job mm-hmm. that I, um, mm-hmm. lost and I lost the person I care the most about in the world. Yeah. Alma. And through losing all of that, it's, it's just is. It's funny learning to lose, right? It's a brilliant... Hey, hey, yeah, no, it's a good name. It's Dane. Hey. Dane was like so ill. Yeah. He was, ahead of, he was ahead of his time. He just understood some shit mm-hmm. that we're just now catching up to. Yeah. Or he was channeling it somehow or something. I mean, this guy... The no, songs, Dane, Dane was just like, like high level. Like, he wrote the yeah. most incredible songs. I don't know. I should, so I'm say, all so of this comes from this guy, Dane, who died of cancer, my best friend. Mm. I was in a band with him called Therapist. It was a punk band. And, and, and he wrote, you know, I mean, he was in Alive at 27 was one of the bands he was in. But I was in his band, Therapist. And he wrote, um, you know, just such incredible songs about about surrender and I'm at the end of the rope with 10 broken fingers and the fire's burning the thread fast. Mm-hmm. Did it? Should I quit while I'm behind? The slope's too high for me to climb. <laughs> yeah. 
while the others reached the end, I lost my grip and I began to descend. Like it's all about like failure and like, and like realizing the truth through defeat. And it, and that's a that's isn't that how we learn? But, the well, truth, that's though? learning to. But but this uh, this song I'm talking about right now is is um, quit while you're behind. Mm-hmm. Quit while I'm behind. Not like you should quit while you're ahead. He's he wrote the song called "Quit While You're Behind." Like he was just the gentleman loser, just a just a guy who would go surfing. All he cared about was having lunches with his friends and going surfing. And he got married before any of us. And he just he understood the value in the things in life that like you don't really usually get till like later, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you're in high school, you're just trying to win and like get money and like fuck bitches or whatever. But this guy was just like, he was ahead of his time. 100%. So everyone, if you want to check out, um, any of his music, you you can, I have a SoundCloud dedicated to him called Dane Rippey, D A N E R I P P E E or, um, dead horse revival. That's another name. Of the like dead horse, you know how like beating a dead horse, like quit beating his, yeah. his. The name of the band was Dead Horse Revival, That's so he funny. had all these alive at twenty seven because you know how all the people die at twenty seven, mm. and then um, therapist, funny. the rapist, like therapist, like therapy, but like also they're pissed, like we're pissed. Therapy, the rapist, like we're raping your ears with our music. Mm-hmm. He just was really smart and he played with words really well and. Um, so yeah, check him out, Dane Rippy, on SoundCloud and or Alive at Twenty Seven. Hmm. Sorry, but so you're saying that you lo- you lost a lot this year, yeah, and it's brought you to a place of surrender and, and gratitude yeah. in a way. Well, again, we get to the gratitude part. So yeah. I was. It was remember uh, we were at Evigan's house, and it was the. Uh, one of the parties he was having. And uh, I was there with DDA. We were doing mushrooms and um, just sharing our stories like about his relationship falling apart. Right. Mine, mine was falling Dude, apart. Fucking and DDA so, went through it, Yeah, bro. we went through the same exact thing. And so me and him were having this like really deep this conversation. This guy was going to get married in Mexico. We were all going. And the two days before we went, she was like, I don't want to marry you. So we all went to Mexico for their wedding and they didn't talk to each other once. It was like the weirdest. Did they get married? No. Wow. You know DDA? Yeah. I mean, and, and he had like Lyme and then he got like Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Just like, but now he's just like such an incredible per- person. It's almost like God, you know, God like, uh, it's like the diamond that comes from like pressure, extreme pressure, That's pressuring the coal. Like yeah. we go through all this pain and suffering so that we can become these like better people. That's how caterpillars become butterflies. Yeah. The caterpillar suffers the, the most gnarliest fucking death ever when it's in the cocoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it, it comes out something it does. Wow. That's. One of the things that I learned at grad school. Circling the drain. I love this guy's uh, metaphors. Like, I remember we were in Palm Springs. God, I wish you could remember what you said. What? But it was like, I mean, the sun's coming up. It's just a shit show. I mean, like, we're, we had this house rented in Palm Springs. This guy has been, like, literally a paranoid schizophrenic for the past 
15 hours. He's been coming up to everyone the whole time. Dude, what? I know you're not fucking telling me something. And then we convince him it's all good. And then he'd go to someone else and be like, yo, what's going on, bro? God, talking about everyone... living. Yeah. Like, and, and um, it's fucking like five in the morning. Um, you know, we were in the jacuzzi. People are getting naked. It's like, I'm sober through all this, by the way, which I don't even know how. I think I was the only person you sober were, on you, the whole trip. Yeah. And, and and the sun's coming up and he's just tripping like we're smoking gritty. I feel like we're I'm on meth. It's the sun's coming up. We're oh, it's you and me in the backyard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right and, and and you said something like, ah, uh, something about like the Grim Reaper. Or, I don't fucking remember. I don't know. It was just something really funny. Next thing I know, we go to bed. I can't find my phone. He leaves. He left three times. It's it's Alma's birthday. It's her thirtieth birthday, and he left. Like I'm I'm getting an Uber home. I'm leaving. You guys are fucking tripping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like, so he disappears. He just walks. He leaves. And I'm like, me and Veronica are like, dude, we give up. This fool's tripping. I don't even know what to do. And I can't find my phone. Wait, where's my phone? Where'd my phone go? So I grab her phone and I got find my friends on the phone. And I, and I, 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 I get in my car. I'm looking at Veronica's phone and I'm, I'm going to my phone where it says my phone is. Because if you follow someone on find my friends you can see where the phone is and i fucking it's it, it's on the i pull over it's it says it's on the side of the road and i find it in the dirt <laughs> and i'm like this motherfucker took my phone and just threw it in the dirt and i don't even know no one knows where he is can can um, can you explain a little bit <laughs> I don't know. Do you not even know. I, I don't know. I, I I could. I wish I could. I was so mad at. Oh yeah. oh. And then to top it off. Oh wait. But wait. No, there's no, more. No. To top it off, I wake up. I'm like, wait till everyone finds out what this fool did last night. I get up. I peek out the window. He's out in the pool. Everyone's chilling. Everything's fine. He's hanging out with everyone. Everyone's fine. I'm like this. I'm like. I, I walk outside. I'm like, dude. What the fuck, bro? And, and, and everyone's just like, whatever, it's all good. And I was like, not. I was like, no, it's kind of not all. Yeah, good. Yeah, you were a little upset. I remember. But I mean, you know, forgive, forget. You were going through your thing. Yeah. So. Ask him what was going through his head. I, he doesn't know. He says he doesn't know. I. I just. I felt like. Um, I felt like I was losing my wife, and, and it, you, it got it gave me that, so much like emotional stress and, how, and how anxiety. How long did you stay married after that? Um, about another two years. Really? I think so. No. Yeah. No. Wow. One. So that so the two years after that Palm Springs trip were just riddled. Yeah. With like you, or like a year and a half, your maybe. insecurities mm-hmm. and you just thinking. Did you? This is you. You kept. So this is what we do. We're afraid to lose something, so we like push it away. Yeah, well, we ruin it. We, we 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 squeeze the thing that we want so bad that we break it. What you fear, I'm you afraid create. Of losing. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah. So you did that for sure. I think, therefore, I am. Like yeah. that's what that shit is. So you, you were having issues with, with your wife and So was it like did you think everyone else knew what was going on except you? Is that no, what you were I, I I think everyone else oh, wait, at the party? Yeah, like you were asking them for Bro, information. There was, hold on. There was a point in time at this Palm Springs party mm-hmm. where 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 Veronica said 
this is what happened. We, we, we shoved this thing up your ass while, well. you, while you didn't know. And he was like, really? He believed. Oh, but, uh, yeah. He actually believed that that was the thing we were all hiding from him. <laughs> oh, so he didn't have, he just thought there was something. Yeah, he didn't even know what the fuck. He was like, what are you guys? Everyone's laughing at me. Yeah. Everyone's in on some secret that I don't, that I'm not in on. What is it? It was a, it was a drug induced psychotic episode, okay. but I think that those happen because certain you're, you're already in a space. Yeah, certain hallucinogenics and certain uh, was it Molly? It was acid and Molly. It was it was a, a combination. It was it was I think it was, it was, it was, it was a lot, bad Molly. It was we something. Had, no, for sure. And and, and it uh, it brought Molly. out it brought out something that that already was there. It enhanced it. Mm-hmm. To, 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 to like the 10th degree. I think that's a very accurate. And it stayed with you mm-hmm. for like a whole year. Yeah. So at that point, you know, um, we're supposed to, our plan was to start a family, buy a house, all that shit. And when she that's, was on, she was on board with all that. Yeah. In the beginning. And then I think, again, I can't speak for her. And what she was thinking. Dude, somebody just got blocked automatically. Hmm. But yo, this is like amazing. People are like, this is love this podcast. So open and real. I just want to commend you for being willing to just talk about this in an open way. Because I think that there are way more people than you realize. Not just right now listening, but Mm -hmm. that are going to listen that will get something from this. Like, that's the cool thing is like, we're talking about shit that a lot of people, Oh, hundred percent. Like, so here's the thing about this podcast. No other podcast goes where we're going. Cause we're going into personal lives. Nobody like. goes there. They don't go there on Joe. Joe doesn't, I don't even know what Joe's wife's name is. Like, so we're going, we're not everyone on this podcast has to expose all their shit. But if you're, if you're willing to talk about your truth, in a specific way, right? We don't need to share in a specific way at meetings, but here I encourage you to because the more specific you can get, the more relatable your experience is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going as far as to talk, I'm going as far as to talk about, um, I'm working on a YouTube video right now where I went to visit the urologist. I mean, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going with it. Okay. Because I am having some issues and I'm not afraid to admit the issues I'm having because other people mm-hmm. may be having them. Yeah. And I don't think that like, you know, private parts or, or sex or all the things that our society thinks are like taboo, antidepressants, depression, alcoholism that we're not really supposed to talk about. Like mm-hmm. I'm just, let's get in there because people are dying. Mm-hmm. They're killing themselves because of our, of the shame, fear culture. We live in this fear. It's like a shame. It's shameful to, um, Guilt and shame. to go to the bathroom. I've always felt shame for having mm-hmm. to like go number two. Yeah. But I would pivot on that and say, I think vulnerability is really a sign of strength. Not a sign a hundred percent. Vulnerability is an asset. You it's just said it, bro. Yeah. Weakness. That's real talk. And that's what you're doing right now. You're like getting honest and vulnerable and it's actually going to help a lot of people. And I just commend you for that. And I honestly 
think that we just randomly stumbled across probably what's going to be the best podcast we've ever done. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not. I'm dead serious, dude. But this time I'm like, they they, they keep getting better. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah. So can I just... I just, Hillary's here and I just want to kind of give her an opportunity to kind of. No, I'm totally listening. This is nice. I'm... I know, but you've experienced some stuff with abuse. Yeah. Growing up yeah. and um, toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see if we can get some Mama Hillary wisdom Mama Hillary. Oh <laughs> before God, we go back I'm to Aaron. Go I, I, I could use a break. Thank if you. If you have anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you grow up in a really toxic environment where I grew up around a lot of abuse and I saw the dynamics between my mother and father. So that was my first imprint of love. Mm -hmm. There was like fighting and there was, you know, my mother constantly cut my dad down. He was never enough, never enough, never enough. And I just thought she was Satan. That's what I just thought she was horrible. But, you know... The more I grew up and I got sober, I realized she was tortured. She was mentally tortured by her alcoholism, that she never felt enough, that she felt like she was failing. So she projected, we call that gaslighting, she Mm -hmm. projected all her stuff on my dad. And my dad was like a hero in my eyes. I thought, God, how can you stay with this woman? But he did it for the, you know, back in the day, like I'm 20 years older than you. And so our, our dynamics is different. Like back in the day, you know, they stayed together for the family. Right. So no matter how bad it got, like on the outside, it looked Beating pretty perfect. the wife, just like Pretty violence. perfect, you know. And, and, right. But on the inside, there was just, just, it was chaos. There was such, there was such dysfunction you know, my mother was beating the kids because she hated herself. She'd get up hungover every day and then start drinking in the afternoon. And my dad would work all these hours trying to please this woman. And her ego is never satisfied. Like nothing was ever enough. And so then, you know, my dad would come home and she'd beat on him emotionally and just verbally just constantly. Just cut him down, basically. Constantly. Oh, your mom would, right. She was such a ball buster, man. She just, (laughs) she demasculated him. Where did you you live again? I lived in Tarzana. Oh, this was all in the valley? Yeah, it was in the valley. Right. So, and you can hear more about this on uh, Hillary's podcast, uh, Hurt People, Hurt People. I forget what episode it was, but it's a really good podcast where she goes into her whole story and um, being a child actress. And uh, she did the voice for Charlie Brown. And like, Sally, yeah. she wrote a book. Yeah, she has, I just wrote awesome. a book and <laughs> she I'm, has I'm like publishing a, it right she now. She has a crazy story. And she's, she, how long have you been sober? I've been sober 19 years. She's just like 19. really ill. Is the book about your life? or It's a memoir. It's called Peanuts to Percocet, Notes mm-hmm. on a Hollywood Childhood. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. <laughs> that's but, you know, back to that, that dynamics, like, and I remember saying, I'm never going to be like her. Yeah. And I'm never going to be like him. I'm not going to put up with anybody's shit. And then there was fighting, and my dad would beat the shit out of my mom, and you know, there'd be blood all over the bedroom because my dad would just smack the hell out of her. And I would go clean up the blood because I didn't want daddy going anywhere because I wanted daddy to protect. We're seven of us. Mm-hmm. And it was just, 
and there was lies and bruises and broken bones and it was always Shh, don't say anything because we had this very really good looking family like we look like the kennedy mm-hmm. kind of like that perfection which is a lot to put on kids because we can't don't show your feelings yeah but what ends up happening is no matter how much i say i want to be different I've taken all those values and those principles. So what do I do to men? I'm a bitch sometimes Mm -hmm. because I'm judging. And it's not so much they're not enough. Is my low self-worth, my low self-esteem. And this is with 19 years sober, guys. I, every day, that's my demon. That is my demon that sits on my shoulders. And so I go out with every intention of being loving and kind. And I'm great with strangers. I'm great. But when you get into that dynamic of the home, like I'm just passing on what I learned. And it has to be a real conscious decision. Like, you know, maybe there was a part of you that you just shut down. You just shut down. You didn't communicate. You didn't talk. And she left because women leave because of emotional things. For sure. You know, I, women cheat not because, oh my God, he's such a, he's shitty in bed and he doesn't give me like go down on me or whatever, you know. I cheat because my emotional needs are not being met. But I don't even know how to ask for them. Right. Because I never saw it in my dynamic of my family. So going to AA when I got sober, I just started to look at, it was just you know, that I start looking at the causes and conditions. And, you know, the great thing about AA, they encourage you. If you need to seek outside help, we're not at all. We're not the all in all. So, you know, I've spent many years. I had an hour and a half on the phone with my therapist today. Mm-hmm. Because my mind goes to, I'm out. I can't deal with this shit. This is, you know, this reminds me of my childhood. I get triggered a lot. But... You know, I have, a, I have a responsibility to myself to pause and go, what part of it is me and what part of it is real? You know, yeah. and how can I be nice? God, show me how to be nice. Because, you know, I mean, I was saying earlier in the meeting, you know, I, I want to go see my brother in Georgia and, you know, you know, there's a part of me, I just want to get the fuck, I want to get away, man. I've been locked up and, you know, and I'm in judge land and I'm judging him and he's not doing enough. And this is my, this is what I was learning as a kid. I go into, I don't even know I'm doing it until I'm in it and I'm so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And my husband said to me, you know, I said, I want to go for a week. And he said, why don't you go for three weeks? Yeah, you were saying that earlier. And it was just like that core of, Oh, now you're throwing me away? Wait a minute. Well, I'm now gonna, you're back in. I'm going to throw you. Oh, you want to see you, me? But first you need to get them back so you could throw them. Right. So <laughs> it's, it's that. It's like, where did I learn that? Where did I learn that? I learned it in my family. Yeah. But yeah, some of the pro- most profound things in my AA work is like I hated my stepmom. Just recently doing the eighth step, I realized I am her. 100%. I, for 35 years of hatred, <gasps> louder. I wanted to torture that bitch, you know, and make her say, and explain to her what she did. Yeah. But I am oh, her. How are I you know, her? No, I just did I the inventory. I am her because she, 
it always has the attention has to always be centered on her and just like a narcissist. But, but, but do you think that you crave the attention like that way? And like she said, in the very close things with father, wife, mother. I just react the way those, I learned. And those kind of situations. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just did. I mean, maybe uh. not to the degree. I'm not saying I'm exactly her, but I have the same oh tendencies. So c- can I just ask, Aaron, what are the things you don't like about AA? You were saying earlier there was some stuff that you... Yeah, so here's the thing. Again, this goes back towards me not being sure, right? Uh-huh. About the oh. alcoholic thing. Right, right. Uh, a part of me thinks that um, there's a bad stigma, I guess, attached to it growing up. Eh? Yeah. Because yeah. like when, when I was getting in trouble, I was forced to go to those AA meetings on Greengate Court. You remember the, the visions? Yeah. That spot? Mm, yeah, right. Um. I remember just hating having to be there because yeah. I got caught with like a bag of weed or something. Yeah, so and and I'm listening to someone talk about like you know their 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 aunt or uncle putting a baby in a in a, a microwave or, or just some, like just shooting some, dope under a bridge. Yeah, just like yeah. Some okay, gnarly so shit. we're trying to look for similarities, not differences. And I also think that like what we understand about AA coming into AA. Mm-hmm. Is all, all needs to be thrown out? Yeah, yeah well, especially I, when you're coming into it. I'm with coming into people it. that are like, like we're really doing AA. No, I get it, and like, I, I not, don't discriminate against. Like I, we don't even tell. I just have an open mind. I, right, I'm here. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, what, it's what great. The fuck? It's like a slowly of open up. Can I answer one thing that I got a bunch yeah, of? Yeah. Yeah. And what you guys are saying and learning to love yourself. Yeah, I do. That's what love myself. Okay. Then. But there is a process of loving myself. Because when I was a kid, I never reached my mother's high expectations. So my, my background music is, you're a loser, you're never going to get anywhere, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, why are you trying? So out, my A-type personality went to college, I did this, and I... I never felt enough. I took, I can totally relate to that. Like that, that's what I think having so to do with enough. my with my father. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, know, can the, the I, mean, I can imagine. I can imagine. I think that, like, oh, I deserve that. I am, right. I'm, I am a piece of shit. So and I'm it's a process, extent. though. It's like self. How do you get self esteem? Self esteemable acts. How you know? I I have great exercises that I do. Like, what are you know? I have to look at things I love to do. So I can learn how to express myself. It's like I have to tell myself instead. I remember you spill a glass of milk. Mm -hmm. And I used to, God damn it, you're such a, you know. And it's now, oopsie. Like I have to reparent myself on a daily basis. Here, let me just say what's so funny is Veronica. It's all just oopsie. (laughs) She just does that naturally. She's just so like carefree and chill and like i'm just like ocd and like Mm. fucking weight the weight of the world is just like on my shoulders and she's just always no this is so cool though like the people are really getting a lot out of this it's really i mean you know how hard it is to keep 90 people in a room for over an hour no, it's hard to keep people for 10 minutes no but i'm saying like we still have 92 people in this room because you know I've been fortunate enough to be able to attract certain like-minded people who like rec- who who see the transparency in my life with with Veronica. Like we fight and we struggle and we love and we, you know, we we have 
issues and I talk a lot about like humility and all this stuff and pains and trauma and um but that's what but to, to be honest, just not to cut you off no 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 that is what it truly means to play team you know right. be there for each other for the good the bad the ugly yeah you can't mm-hmm. have the highs without the lows for sure and you need to be there to support each other yeah, yeah because I think about- that I think that love is truly the key to everything like, it is. I, my goal is to create a world that is Filled with love and well, compassion yeah, and, 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 and connection. You gotta have it with yourself. How Correct. can you love it yourself? It starts with self love. What can you do that's, you know, self loving? So, on my journey to finding self love or whatever, um, at that party with DDA, you know, he told me about his experience and then um, referred me to mm. the shaman. And I had the most profound spiritual experience of my life that day. Did you do mushrooms? With him that night? I mean, with the shaman, you had you had no. It smoked the DMT, the same thing. Okay, did, and I was literally everything and nothing at the same time. I felt like I was part of the universe. I felt like all of the negativity and toxic energy that was inside of me just immediately just just completely disintegrated, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was gone for like three hours. And when I woke up from the can and came back from like the spirit world or whatever you want to call it. I was like, yo, I was fucking bawling my eyes out. But there was like tears of joy. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, how long was it out for? And he's like, 20 minutes. And I was like, mm. no fucking way. Yeah. No fucking way, bro. Right. I'm like, that's at least three hours. He's like, no. <laughs> like space and time cease to exist when you're in, the, in, the, in that space. Yeah. So after that, um, I went home that night and I was thinking clearer than I ever had ever in my life, ever before. I immediately thinking okay, I need to f- fix this shit, get my life in order, and start loving myself and be happy, you know? So before I give myself enough time to change my mind, my cousin was trying to get me into gratitude training a year prior to me and Alma getting divorced because he knew that something was off and that, that he... Oh, that's dope. So this gratitude training thing... So there are these other programs like out there. Jason went to one like onsite. Like yeah, they're, they're all so, very so that's similar. the thing is they're like AA for like normal people, mm. you know. So that's cool. It's funny. I'm having a different experience right now as far as like because I've always said like I wish there was a place that normal people could go who aren't hope to die drug addict alcoholics. Yeah, who can get what we get. The the, the thing about AA is we're getting this. Because we share a common, we, we share the same. We heal each other. No, this no, no. is where the love y- comes y- in. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is that, like in AA, like what brings us together is alcohol. But it has nothing to do with alcohol. But that's our devastating weakness brings us yes. together. Yes. Yeah, but we we all hit our bottom. Our through, admitting complete defeat. Y- yeah, brings but us like together. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the, what? How we get to AA is because we hit a bottom through mind altering substances. Mm -hmm. So if you're wanting to just improve your life, but you're like not really addicted to anything, like what do you do? Right. You know what I'm saying? So they have like emotional anonymous. They have, they do. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of what this place is. So when I went, when I went home, but when I was still in that frame of mind, I was, Mm -hmm. I like was thinking, okay, I'm fucking, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this all the fucking way. 
Someone just said AA is a joke. It could be to them. So, it's okay. No, it's just funny. It's like it's okay. Not everybody. But I mean, needs it's not a joke. It. It's it's not. I mean, look. Here's the thing: is it, it actually saved my life? Right. And Billy's and Hillary's. So yeah. I don't know if that's a joke. Then haha, it's funny. Yeah. Here, let's let him finish his gratitude training. Yeah, I want to hear about sorry. that. So <laughs> I get back. I get back from the shaman and. I'm in this frame of mind where I'm like thinking clearer than I've ever thought in my life. Like, oh, I fucked up here. I fucked up there. I hate myself. This and that. So you were seeing where you had mistakes and what you were thinking wrong. Yeah, and and I was seeing what I truly wanted. I wanted to literally, what I wanted was I wanted to, I wanted to be love. And when I say like be love, I mean actually embody the word. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like love is the key to everything. You know? Um, it really is. If, if like more people had love and, and were able to, to, it's interesting how we all come, or I came to that too. And, and that devastate, like the similar thing, a couple of years of hell, mm-hmm. I came to that and I accidentally got dosed and it just reinforced that there's nothing what, what's your worthwhile thing? in life except love and kindness. I agree. Hillary I think Art, that's the key to everything. And I think that, If, if I think that if everyone went to gratitude training, that the thing that I went to and had the same experience that I did, that there would be no more war, right? There would be more, no more world hunger. I think that they would literally, everyone would just like, love is the key to everything. Is that Instagram, right? That's amazing. And so when I get, when I get home, um, when I got home from the shaman, I was thinking, okay. Before I get out of this frame of mind, my, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna follow through with this and go all the fucking yeah. way. Uh-huh. And I, that night, I booked my plane tickets. I paid for the 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 training um, curriculum or whatever the you know whatever it cost. Yeah, to, it's gonna show up. It was a lot. A lot of money was spent in, in, in logistically yeah. me getting to and from Los Angeles to Fort Lauderdale and I fly back and forth and do several of these trainings. There's there's, it's basically a three month program, and you know I don't want to go into too much detail about three it. Three month broken apart. Into- yeah, exactly. So the first part one was like five days in a row, and it's like gnarly, like sleep deprivation. Like you're in this classroom with, you walk into a room with seventy strangers, and you walk out at the end of that training feeling like closer than family than you've ever wow. felt. Is there tears and all kinds? Yeah, of because stuff. everyone shares and they talk about all of like the dark shit that happens and. There's certain things that I can't talk about because I signed a, a confidentiality clause on it, but uh-huh. I can tell you it was, it was one of the coolest things ever. Wow. And, you know, because... But like, so you don't need to talk about the specific things that you were talking about, but are it, like, can you give us a general, like, what, what do you mean by that? Like, you... you, you, you... There, okay, so I'll just say this. It, the program is about these processes that you do. It's, uh-huh. Think of it like a, like a live experiment, a therapeutic experiment, uh-huh. basically, where you do these processes and they bring to light all of the shit, like the, the self-limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, the way that you're trapped in this, in this prison in your own fucking mind by your mm. own self-doubt and mm-hmm. your own self-hatred. Right. And you, know, you believe the stuff that you have slowly been told right. over your life. As we call right. that principles and values. Yeah. And 
I, after graduating, I couldn't have felt more in tune with myself, with the world, with my emotions, with just what I want to get out of this world. And like I, like I said before, I want to create a world that is filled with love and compassion and connection. And, and I want to be able to, to help people it, that yeah. have gone through similar shit. Yeah. Well, dang, dude, you're in the right place because that's what we want too. I know, and I, I've been trying to. <laughs> it's so I've been great. trying to tell Pat this for the last year, but this motherfucker won't answer my goddamn calls. Well, it's because you had well, to get your bomb. <laughs> well, you, you said that last night too, and then I looked at my text, and you haven't even sent me a text since April. I sent you a text on your birthday, right? April. So you're saying you've been trying to call me, but you haven't. <laughs> Yeah. You haven't called me since April. You know, time that's not kind true. of is, gets a little this weird last year, when you're partying. This feels like Groundhog's Day this past <laughs> year. No, but I'm go. just saying, like, you're, 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 <laughs> you're, you're saying right now, you're saying, I, I've been trying to well, tell okay. this. No, but I've reached out on different platforms. But, but, but here's and, the other thing, though, about it, is like, this guy, you know, we, like, we're pretty sure he needs to be sober. Yeah. Yeah, and here's yeah, the thing. I mean, I'm just okay. So after I'm what, an outsider, and I'm after if, what we went through with him. It's like, right. dude, do you either get sober? Just what I heard tells me that are you sure you don't have a drinking problem. Right. No. I'm just saying. I, I had I had a self love problem, like because well, for me, I would, rather, like, I would rather be numb. Right, but the, how can I just really get? I already. How, I how long have you been sober? Uh, well, the last time I had a drink was uh, over a month ago. Okay, so you're really like just awakening. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's really great that you've done all these other things. And it's like everything you put in your bank account adds up. Yeah, but I, again, I, I haven't had the, the, like felt the need to drink heavily. Well, this too shall pass. Well, again, unless we do the work, unfortunately, until we have a character change, we're going to go back to the old character. Right. I've already done that, though. That's what I'm trying but, to say. But I'm, I'm, I'm working on that every fucking day. I understand I that. But twice a day. Yeah. I understand so, like, that. But we're talking. Billy's got 20 years. I've got 19 years. That's cool. Sobriety is great for some people. I, for some people, it's not. For me personally, I think alcohol is something that does not serve me. Okay, in my life. that's awesome. That's an amazing but start. But I've have never an had, open mind. That yeah, it's a wrap. again. I'm here. Right. Right. I'm so just saying I, for, I'm giving a heads up. Okay. I'm giving heads a heads up, up that today you feel great, but in a week you may feel like, dude, I'm out. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, because though, that's alcoholism. No, that's 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 everybody. It's everybody. Okay. Everybody has a bad day. Everybody <laughs> okay. has a time. So it's what we do with this information. Well, correct. Okay. But he's, you know, look. I don't think we need to force feed him. No, he's but I, I already, I'll like, I'm going to just, I'm going to go ahead. I'll come and call it, right? So <laughs> he's stubborn. At its no, he's stubborn. <laughs> exactly. He's thick-headed. Yeah. He's grown a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud of you. Appreciate that. But his life has to get a lot worse. And it's probably going to before he hits a real bottom and says, Pat, now I'm back. Again, mm-hmm. and I need to get sober. A lot worse from alcohol again? Yeah. Well, here's right. the experiment. It's going to happen. It's here's just going to, it might take a year, it might take two years, but 
he has to he has to experience it let me just say this so there's also this thing called a periodic now i'm not trying to convince you i don't know you you got me convinced you're maybe not right but there's this thing called a periodic (laughs) i'm not convinced i don't know i'm not a psychic or i'm not a periodic alcoholic Right. Doesn't always have to drink, but when they do, they go fucking hard. Right. I was a periodic. I was a. I wasn't a daily drinker. I would go a couple weeks, and then I. It was like I said I wasn't gonna in my mind. I mm-hmm. didn't tell anybody else because God forbid I look stupid. Because God forbid I was wrong. But I and all of a sudden it's like you know, I'm I'm like loaded. I'm on a four-day bender. Yeah. And I had no intention of doing that. I intended but, to just have but one But here's, here's, the, here's the thing about Goodman is he holds it so... He's so, like, strong and, like... Like, you keep it together. Yeah. Okay. Somehow. He drank more than anyone yeah. at the party by, like, a long shot. But he's, like... He's not falling down. He's not throwing up. He's up in the morning going to work. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking miserable. You can see it in his fucking he's got, eyes. It's, we call that like, a that's the thing, though, bro. Alcohol. Check this out. Hmm. Everyone can see your pain. Yeah. But he's got to hit my, the my heart on my sleeve. It's been there. It. It's been there for, he hasn't hit acceptance. It's been there for years. It's that surrender. Right. But, but you're still holding on to... What? I mean, you know... Yeah, I mean, it's defending the right to do. I don't what know. We do. Well, it's like this. I, but, but that's you'll the thing. figure it out. I, I, yeah, you'll figure it out. Really quiet. You're way quieter. It's like this. If he does drink again and he's all fucked up, then he'll probably maybe they're right. Maybe I should explore that. Otherwise, I I think you're not gonna convince somebody. I don't know. You know him so well, so I feel like an idiot for even trying to talk. No, and I'm actually with you. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, this is something that, this is the interesting thing about alcoholism is it, it really is self. So cunning and baffling. But it's also self-diagnosed. Yeah. 100%. So we can sit here. I I know a lot of people who would benefit from being sober. My brother, Mm -hmm. Tim, Mm -hmm. Tito. I mean. Tito's a fucking alcoholic. Let's keep it real. He, yeah, but I thought he did get sober. I don't know. He's in fucking Mexico doing all kinds of weird shit. Who knows Dude, what's going on with him? Okay, so so these are people, right, that would right, benefit from right. it, but they're not. They don't need to get sober. Their life is still manageable. They're not losing anything. So, so here, here's here's what here's the requirement. Here's what happened. Here's what you need to admit so that you can be the alcohol labeled an alcoholic, right? You need to be powerless over drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And this fool has a lot of power. I mean, he'll beat the shit out of you and he'll also white knuckle, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to like, yeah, but look every time, no, but th- then also your life needs to be unmanageable. I'm managing my life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So is my brother. But so is Tim. But really that term <laughs> that term doesn't apply to your outside life. It it's applies your in, to your inner your life. Mind. That's what I'm referring to right now. There's, oh. You're managing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, he I is. think that okay. anyone who went through what I went through this past year would fucking lose their shit and probably kill themselves. Okay. Like, I feel like for me to have a positive attitude. Yeah, but this hold whole up, thing, hold up, hold up. Billy mm-hmm. went through mm. worse. 
I'm not. I'm not. This isn't a, a fucking. Pissing no, no, no. Thing. I'm just saying. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I did. I did what was. Gonna, I planned to kill my. I was going to. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but but he that. went. Or through. I was definitely giving it a lot of thought. You know, when you lose, you break reality, and you're, you don't know. You don't even know who you are. Like the way you're acting. I don't know if you went there, but I lost it. I had one breakdown too, and in in these moments, in these moments of momentary lapse of reason. You could do something that you don't really want to do because mm-hmm. you completely disassociate, you know. Mm-hmm. So it only takes like five minutes. But, but if Billy you have a plan. Had a kid, has a kid too. No, I know that's fucked up. I mean, so there are a lot of people going through it. But dude, oh I'm on your God, tip, love so and painful. kindness, man. Let's just let's that's just. What I'm saying, let's just yeah, yeah. Work hey, for I'll that, tell you man. one thing. I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. You've grown a lot. Yeah. No matter how you look at it. I'm really sorry you had to lose what you had to lose, but no matter how you look at it, the guy sitting in front of me right now mm-hmm. is a better, more evolved version of the guy who was my friend a year ago. I, I can just tell. Yeah, no, I, I isn't I, that I, weird how pain just makes us better? Well, I could tell too. Just from today, he was here like an hour before the meeting. Just stayed here, and he's still here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean that shows some willingness right there, or yeah. something, some searching. Which is, which is all that I ever asked for. I don't care if you come drunk next Monday. I do. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, <laughs> no, no, I actually, that's a bad look. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Okay. I, the point is... is as that, long as you have a desire, that's what it's I mean, about. you're not going to come drunk if because if you're drunk... Change. If you're drunk, you're just... You're not going to come. But like, I w- if, if somebody was drunk and they came because they were like feeling like they, they were guilty or didn't want to be drunk or didn't want to drink, stop then they i'm like stop. come on they over i'm not stop. afraid of dr- that's what i fucking do i get blacked out i get that's who right. i am i'm mm-hmm. not gonna judge you because you're fucking it's yeah we're not gonna judge you but it's annoying because they'll they're just right 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 so here so what we're trying to do right now is we're we're we're, we're exploring whether or not Goodman is an alcoholic and, and he doesn't think he is. And if you're on the fence, you got to fall yeah. off. You're not, I, I, it's I was never going to work for so you long. can't be yeah, on the fence. So no, I actually even knew like oh this God. thing doesn't work until you surrender you fucking know in your heart of hearts. You're fucking done. Mm-hmm. Like without a doubt, the only step you need to do perfectly is one. Yeah. Which when is I that was... you've admitted you're powerless over mm-hmm. drugs and alcohol, powerless, and your life is unmanageable. Unless you've done that, you're never going to make it through this program. I was sober almost nine years, ten years, and I, I thought I would never drink again. But in the back right. of my mind, in the back of my mind... I thought it's because I'm from this screwed up family. I didn't get enough right. love. All these things. And I I was sure I was speaking all over the country. I was I was that NAA. girl in AA. I was I got sober at 21. Oh I'm going to do this God. thing and all and yeah, and I you went out. Dude, I went to an AA meeting and said, "I don't know. I kind of I, I'm so sad I had moved. There's all this change had happened. My brother was diagnosed with AIDS. You know, I mean, I've had some 
shit. My dad blew his brains out. So I've had some issues around in my life, you know, mm-hmm. and I literally went to an AA meeting and said, I think I might drink, but I don't want to. But see, in the back of my mind, until I came back and realized, and I went out, and I went out hard, I started doing heroin, I started, I was eating X, I was, it didn't matter. After having 10 years. And I didn't go out, I said I'm just going to And now you have, have fucking... 19, almost dude, 19. And That's the so, fucking person that I want so in my life. You know? I literally thought that I was going to just take the edge off. And I went on a binge. And I was, I, I, I ended up getting kicked. I was in North Carolina. I was doing some movies in North Carolina. I lost my apartment. I'm living on someone's couch. And I'm successful in the film. And I do well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a, like all that stuff on the outside. And I end up on my girlfriend's couch helping, and she's helping me kick heroin. And how old are you? I was... 28 or something like But that. you got sober at 21. I got sober at 21. I almost so had 29 been... years. Now I'm going to be. Oh, okay. I won't tell you. Well, no, but so, so you had nine years. So if I had got... almost nine years. So you were basically 30. I was almost 30, yeah. And I literally was. I got sober at 21. Really? It's crazy, man. No, but I was 16. But I, I. 15. But I didn't think because I didn't admit to my innermost self that I'm the one who has the problem. That, yeah, I came from this shit but, show, but I can't stop blaming where I came from. I agree. And all that stuff, but I had to admit... This is about you, by the way. She's, she's just telling her story. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with what she's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to admit that, man, I'm fucked up. I need help. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to do this on my own. And left to my own devices, I self-destruct. And I had no intention of self-destructing. Because I had it going on. I had, I mean, all, you know, I had dropped out, I'd been to, you know, eight high schools, dropped out of high school, went back to high, went and got my GED, went back to college, got a couple of degrees, and I was living it. I was like, and everything was good. Why do you get, why do you get loaded? Because I never really admitted to my inner which, self which, which that is, I it's am kind an of, alcoholic. Which it's kind of almost better, like, that you don't, like half step in this program, right? You just, 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 and they t- just know. They just, just go know out. That it happens. Do a some lot. experimenting. Do some experimenting. Drink. Try to drink socially. As the sooner you realize it, the better. Yeah, I worry about some people mm. like Tim or like you know because he keeps pulling it together and then going back out and pulling. It's like I don't know. Um. You know, I, I worry because it's like, fuck, man, what would what would someone's life be if they had just hit a bot? Like, I went so right, fucking right. hard, so, you wake yeah. up at so quick. You went gnarly. I, I, that was. It was almost like, thank good, right on. I'm glad yeah. I went that hard, so I was able to like really go all in at 21. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like worse for some people when they kind of hold it together till they're 40. Or 50, and then they're finally like, man, I really need to get sober. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of don't know, and it's just like... But the thing that I love that Aaron said, <clears throat> Aaron said something really dope. He's like, I'm not an alcoholic, but alcohol 
I don't want to drink. Like you don't want that. I don't think it serves a, yeah, yeah it doesn't serve, it doesn't any, serve a purpose. Yeah. That's so an that's inte- wait, but that's an intellectual answer. Right. But that, I mean, you're talking from here. It's like, that's when you sit with yourself, like in the, that have that quiet time with yourself and talk to that God that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. and God help me see who I really am. And help me accept right. it. It's fucking scary. And, yeah, and they talk it's in literature. It's scary about that. That there's a mental blind spot that we can't even see. We yes. We're unable to. That's part of the mental illness of alcoholism mm-hmm. is you can't see, self can't reveal self to self. You don't even see what it is. Mm-hmm. Except when you have a moment of clarity mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. But still, I'm not trying to convince you. We've just gone into this alcoholic talk, but that is important to know for anybody that it, yeah. it, it's a mental thing. It's a mental twist that we're not even aware. We, we're unable with our own selves to even realize. Yeah, like I uh, just trying to think about when I went to, um, you know, when, when, I, when I finally went to rehab. And I finally ended up getting so yeah, like five days in, I was like, I'm fucking out of here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to drink, but I'm leaving. I'm not like these people. Mm. Like, right, like you know, the ego rebuilds itself so quickly, and you're like, you know, one day you're like, I'm done. I'm willing to do anything, and days later, you're just like, I know, I'm good. I- I'm out. And I was trying to leave, and it was just like. Or for me, I but, make but, these. But remember hours. how we were saying the ego rebuilds itself? The yeah, ego gets smashed. Yeah. We ego gets totally smashed. A month ago, you're like, dude, I'm smashed. I can't do this. I can't do this. But what happens is you it's a body, mind, and spirit. Your body's hit bottom. Like you're like, oh man, I can't do this to myself. This is crazy. It doesn't work anymore. Because and so your body starts getting better and your mind starts going. Yeah, I got this, man. Because the ego has rebuilt itself. That's the scary. Because the ego is going to tell you, not that bad. That I'm just saying, it's, a, it's kind of like a heads up thing. That I've seen it. I've been around for 37 years in AA. And I see this is what's happened. Mm-hmm. Is the ego rebuilds itself and we end up going back. Because if you don't change the man that you are, you're going to go back to the man that you are. You are the man that you were. Yeah, because the and, thing and, is, and is you the man that you are are now is you're only a, a month sober. Like until you. No, really no, no. Ch- but he's been doing this work for a year. I totally understand and, and, that, but and, you haven't been addressing the drinking and drugging problem. That's that, not true. You're making all these you statements. Like, but, but stop just, saying that. But, you make I statements. Okay, I can talk I, about myself. Okay, you can talk I'm, about yourself. But I just heard your story. Right. That sounds a little wild, and I kind of added up. I can count the numbers. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, at 30, and then it's been two years, and I've been on a bender, and a few months. I'm, 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 I'm adding the numbers right. up. Yeah. This is not, oh, you just all of a sudden started no, drinking. It's not. It's this not. is and like. You, a, how many nights? Of, and it's a progressive yeah, like, illness. Like you got to think about how much wreckage <laughs> you caused drunk. Oh, yeah, a lot. 
I mean, you can't. That's what she's talking about. And that's why so I, she, she's talking about. So some you've shit only that, got one month, so and I, God bless you. I'm so happy you've got one, one month. Mm. But until you go, dude, I surrender. I can't do this anymore. God, please help me change my character. You're going to be the same character. Eventually. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have to pol- politely disagree with that. Well, you, okay. Well, you have every right to, but I'm just talking from experience, from being in the rooms for so long, and I've seen it. I've seen hundreds. I've buried so many friends that said, I am never getting loaded again. Oh, no way. I've got... How, uh, no, I remember my last drink. Well, you have a disease that settles in your mind that makes you forget your last drink. <coughs> it makes you forget how bad it was. It makes you forget a lot of stuff because its only job is to go out and seek and destroy. That's why you got to get a power greater than yourself and say, dude, I'm not in charge. I'm going to give it to you. I will do whatever it takes to stay sober. If you want me to go to an AA meeting, fine, I'll go to an AA meeting. If you want me to talk about my shit, fine, I'll do it. But I don't want to be this man anymore. Or I'm going to say, I don't want to be this woman anymore. Right. So you're defending your right to not have to surrender. That's, That's what no, I'm hearing. I, well, you're, you're hearing incorrectly. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. That's what I'm That's hearing. That's a story that you're telling yourself. The, the, I, this, I disagree. This just became an intervention, people. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but, but, but no, no, no. But it's no, no, alcoholism but she, it's she's There's also a lot of I, other people. There's a lot of problem. wisdom there, so I would listen. No, I, I'm not, I, I I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying I'm sad because I hear you defending that you got this. You... That, that you're not, it's almost like your ego will not surrender. Right. No, I've, it's the death of the ego that took place for me. Like that's I what can't you, see that, well, and I'm looking at you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I don't see it either. Well, I, well, well here's the thing. About it's, the, it, it's like almost the death of the ego. It re, it re, it re rebuilds itself. It reanimates. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware of that. And you know what, I, what I've learned in the last year is having the emotional awareness to be able to know when you're in your shit and then shift in that moment. Like there was this house party I was at with Tim after I came back in the Hollywood Hills and I'm there with this chick I'm hooking up with. And that's another thing is like, you're, 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 you're distracting yourself. With like women. Well, let, let me let me finish the story. I know, but without getting interrupted, I'm just, once. I just, so just just once. Just practice, practice, practice. Just turn your so mic we're off. We're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get him to practice to not like, interrupt. Dude, we are. Yeah, see dude, how me and Goodman. Everybody can go. keeps yeah. saying this. Stop interrupting him. Yeah, see, I, I mean, it's it's tough to get a fucking sentence off in this room. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're at this house party with this chick and. Um, it's with like the, the Hollywood crew of friends that we have. And this one guy comes in and he's fucking on one. I mean, like he was on like ecstasy and like a whole bunch of other shit. And the girl I'm with, he's this guy's like playing with her hair. And it's like, I'm like, all right, no big deal. She, I looked at her and like gave it a look like, are you all good? Is this going to be a problem? And she was like, oh, it's fine. He's just high. Don't worry. I got this. Whatever. He starts to become a little bit more aggressive, slowly but surely. And then it got to a point where I, got, I went over and I'm like, bro, can you just like chill out? Like you're like, you're getting to be too much right now. <laughs> and I, yeah, so that's a, that's good means the guy you don't want. So <laughs> telling you to chill. No, but I did it very politely and I wasn't a dick about it, but he took it like the wrong way. He got like, 
embarrassed and like thought that I was calling him out. So he starts like talking shit and getting upset. And I'm just like, fuck this. So I walk out back and I'm on the deck smoking a cigarette and I hear him yell, I'm going to go get my fucking gun and I'm going to shoot this guy. And I fucking flick the cigarette. I fucking walk right over to this guy. And Tim was standing across the room, looking at me and his face was like white because he thought I was just going to beat this guy in the fucking pole. And what happens is I, I went over there and I fucking, I gave him a hug. And I was mm. like, bro, chill. It's all good. It's mm. all love. I'm not trying to be a dick to you. I'm not trying to be mean. I just, I'm just telling you to calm down. It's my girl. You're just getting a little aggressive and that's it, man. I don't want a problem. I don't want to have to hurt you. You know, like this is, doesn't have to be a bad thing. <laughs> I love you, but I don't want to have to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And he looked at me with like, Tim was, I had this look on his face like, what the fuck just happened? And we walk outside and talking. And he like he saw me shift in the moment because I was literally a half a second away from snapping. And then I remembered like that I don't have to be that person. Yeah. I can be a better person. Yeah. And and I so, ch- I made a different decision. I'm night. just realizing, Hillary. Here's the thing about us: is we like you know we I don't know, or I'm just gonna speak for myself. Okay, I don't know what you need or who you what your thing is you know what i'm saying i'm just here i'm only here for like love and you're obviously growing and your your head's in the right place you're you're wanting to go down like you're you're way more open than you were and and you're you're god has some plan or journey for you that that none of us understand so we're just here to lead by example we're all and, on our and, own journey. And, that's the thing. Yeah. So, you know? and we can't really, there's nothing that we can say. No, it just, I, I just, I pray that you have an open mind. Yeah. Whatever the next indicated step is, yeah. that you're not afraid to take it. I'm not. I'm just. I, I agree. I'm just going to, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. Because there's power in prayers. Yeah. I really believe so that. So you just like you're you're sure he's an alcoholic. Well, you know, you walk like a duck, you act like a duck, you're probably a duck. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. But yeah. that's for you to come to that you know, that God moment. Like I but the that's thing about, in your that's your alone time when you have to it's it's admitting to what, our what innermost what self. Think? innermost self what, what that think? I'm an alcoholic. It doesn't mean, it means that your life is going to just expand. Yeah, but you grow. just heard his whole story. You know as much as Hillary does. Um, I just, I just met him and I like him. And oh, like cool. He's so in the middle. I love him. He's so, you're so chill. I'm like, no, no, no. But I, I like his hear. willingness and I want to hear more from him and let's just let him enjoy his life and try to help him. And if he drinks again, maybe then it will revisit That's that. It. Yeah, it That's may happen. It. it may happen, but it, you know, chances are. Yeah, but see, I think what Hillary's doing is she's just sort of. Or if he drinks and it's not a problem, for, well, then it's not a problem. I'm sharing what I went through because yeah. I, I really, I had trauma like you've had trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and the trauma is shit. a driver that isn't, it's like a, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a driver with tinted windows. We never really see who's inside, but it's going to get to its destination. And that's what happened is I didn't, I thought that I wasn't an alcoholic. I thought that I was just from a screwed up home. That's why, like I attached, I'm the victim. I'm, 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 a, I'm an abused victim. Mm-hmm. 
And until I came to that, Pat, until I came to that, that spot of, I have to start owning my life. Like, yeah, that stuff happened to me, but what am I going to do with that information? But, but I don't think he's... He hasn't but I'm really, not... He hasn't gotten there, but I'm no, sharing. I'm not, no, I'm saying he has. He's not even really but, talking about but being see, a victim. But see, you know what's happened? Except for with, 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 with his wife. He, well, and he, his dad. Yeah, I but, heard yeah, what but he that's, said. Like, I identified with that. Yeah, but that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, but Hillary, that's just well, his story. Okay, but let's just look at it this way. If you and your wife weren't mad partiers and drinking all the time, yeah, what do you would think things would have went different? I think things would have gone way different. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because there was this month where... I was very proactive about being like, hey, let's, we need to chill the fuck out. Right. And we did take a month off of, of going hard in the paint, you know? Right. And it was a much better month. We were happier. We were spending more time together. Uh-huh. We were going on date nights every week. Mm. And, you know, I, I think part of it, the problem for me was that I became like codependent. You know, for me, I have abandonment issues, Yeah. you know, from when I was a kid. And that's where all of this fear manifested from, right? I'm scared of her mm. abandoning me. And like, mm. I, so I'm associating her with my happiness versus focusing on me truly being happy myself. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I mean, here, here's, here's everybody. Here's one thing I know for sure. You need therapy like ASAP. He's in it. He just said I've, I've been doing that. That's With the, Steve? No, I've actually planned on going back to him. Like, yo, like you, the most important thing that you need to do mm-hmm. is be seeing. I talked to him today at five. All you have to do is FaceTime. Yeah. It's amazing. So, so, so me and Aaron see the same therapist. Well, <laughs> it'll and, be like so, the this pressure guy, cooker letting off some steam right now. Well, but, you know, like here's the thing about therapy is like that's really what saved my life. Because I was going to therapy before I got sober. And if I wasn't mm-hmm. going to therapy, like Steve will just tell you straight up. Yeah, well, he, he on, is though. a fucker. Yeah, no. But what does Steve say? So I think Steve's also on the fence about it as well. Oh. Because I would talk to him wow. about it. And, you know, he, he, I would say I would drink because I was depressed or this and that. But then I wouldn't have a drink for six months. Right. And it wouldn't be an issue. Or yeah. I have a glass of wine with dinner, like pairing yeah. it with a steak or something like I that. I think a lot and of only have one glass of wine and it'd be fine. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think a lot of your shit is like, yeah, like yeah, like alcohol is never gonna make your life easier. No, but it, he may not be an alcoholic. Yeah, it, it, but here's it's, my observation with him: he's holding down a spring. Yeah, there's a monster totally. in there. You can just see it in the eyes. <laughs> Dude, totally. It's okay. Suck. We all no, it, no, no, no. It's no. just no. It, Billy's it, fucking ill. Yeah. Billy, there's a monster inside. There was one, seriously. Yeah. So you can see, you know, you can see yourself in him. But he's also got like... You can see yourself in him. Yeah, yeah. But he's got like a big heart and he's like really strong. He's really driven. He's like... Yeah. He's gonna like... I'm not saying it is a bad thing. You can just see it in your eyes. That's all. There's like pain or something in there. Yeah, like, yo, check this out. What? So this fool retrieved my drone like on top of a mountain. You no, did? like oh. he'll just make it happen. Oh, at the, at the you know what I'm saying? Uh, he has like right. a a will. Then that's kind of a good thing sometimes. But when it comes to surrendering, it's, it's not. That, but it's like, so, so hard to my drones up. My drone. I got that one. I'm fierce. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are. You are. But like, so I crashed my drone at Tim's sister's wedding, 
in a fucking mountain that you just, you don't, you're not getting up that mountain. It's like a, you know, a mountain only like a billy goat could get up. You know how they like scale like walls and he just went up and got it. Some, I mean like, it's like Prosser got one of my other, it's like, that's the thing. It's like that. You might think that that's like, to me, that's the trait of like an alcoholic. Like we're going to just, we go harder than most. But that yeah. doesn't mean you are an alcoholic. That means yeah. you share a similar trait. So alcoholics... We're not all the same. No, and... and, and, we and, and we're and, not all the same. And alcoholics, we just go hard. Like, whatever we're doing, like, we're doing it like... Like, I think alcoholics are some Did of the most successful people me, in the world. Huh? I mean, what, do I go hard? Yeah, when it comes to making probiotics and, like, <laughs> eating healthy and, like, looking <laughs> inwardly and, like... Um, <laughs> Being extra chill. Like you're you go so hard in the chill category. It's so great. You're it's like great. I'm not gonna talk at all. I'm like, how do you do that? Oh wait, what do you mean? He's not gonna talk. We were just having a conversation. Why don't you just practice listening? Oh. I'm like, dude, how can oh my god, I gotta pray about that because I wanna jump in there and let them know. Like I wanna have a conversation. No, no, she's talking about she's gonna talk to her husband tomorrow about the three week thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I I always I say it to Pat too, like Veronica loves it when you just listen to her and you give her attention, you actively listen. Everybody loves that. Everybody mm-hmm. needs that. Mm-hmm. And you might hear something mm-hmm. besides your own head. Right. Yeah. Yeah, me 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 and Goodman definitely need to learn about that. He's like he's like, he's like uh, No, you, you talk a no, lot too. To yeah. <laughs> me and you talking is like you know, like like even when you first got here, I'm like trying to set up and you're like trying to tell me all the stuff and um It's been a while, man. Yeah, I know. I've got we got some catching up. I mean, here. I definitely I mean, you, one thing when he called me last night, one thing I did notice was he was like listening. Because remember when you wanted to like work, at work help, help with me and Ridge and stuff? Yeah. Like we went and had lunch and he just was telling me he just wouldn't shut up. He knew how we, we were going to make the company <laughs> better and he knows about all the different strategies. And I'm like, dude, you don't know shit about produ- video production. No, I just know about marketing. And, and I knew that, I knew from the beginning that. Cause like when it comes to this, like you are the product, you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. for the business. Like I, I recognize that I've always viewed myself as someone who was able to recognize opportunity or value when I, when I see it, mm. you know, you're an interesting motherfucker. Right. And that's just extremely entertaining. Uh huh. And I was like thinking like, it's just about marketing you. Is that what you were saying? That's what I was trying to say. Um, I was I talking about know. different marketing strategies that worked for our company, but, but you weren't really I, saying that. Yeah, though. I was. I just wasn't articulating it as well as I should have, I uh, guess. But how would marketing me get us jobs for like? It wasn't getting jobs. It was. It really. It. it but turned, at it that turned, time, that's what it was about. Right. Well, at the time, I didn't know exactly the route of what to get there was, but mm. I knew that you, if we were able to effectively market you. The rest would take care of itself. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt deep in my heart. Really? I think so. And that was how many years ago? What? This is right when we... St- right. Because that's what that, that's what effectively has happened. Yeah. Now. I mean, that the universe works in weird fucking ways. So someone just said, can this podcast get any realer? 
love this feels like I'm with family opening <laughs> up. So dope. So I'm just wondering, Goodman, do, do you think that, did you, what do you think's happening right now with me? Right now, I think what you're doing with the Learning to Lose podcast is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same feeling I got when I went to see the shaman, when I went through gratitude, mm-hmm. when I've talked to other people that are seriously depressed, mm-hmm. friends of mine that have had suicidal thoughts. And I've talked to them, talked to them for hours. And it feels good to do good. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you talk about giving back. Yeah. Um, uh, but what I'm, what I'm saying though is like, do, do you realize that, that uh, did you just say that because that's what's actually happening right now is I'm marketing myself and in turn that's going to make everything that I touch more successful? Are, are you just saying that that was what you were saying back then? No, that's I'm what's saying happening now. No, I'm saying I recognize you as the product. I didn't know what the pathway was to getting mm. to where you are now. But but I'm but just I saying, just know that I always told you if you had if we just had like a reality TV crew just follow you around, right? That like we it would like that would be it, right? Yeah, a lot of people have said that. Yeah, yeah. It turns out that's a lot harder to, oh. to do than yeah, than, and it costs a lot more money than. But yeah, it's interesting because once you become like Gary V, mm-hmm. like if he's not Gary V, VaynerMedia is not successful. Correct. All his, you know, Joe Rogan, like any, it's like, a, like uh, Steve Jobs, like, you know, Walt did, like, I'm not saying I'm trying to compare myself to these people, but it's really, it really does come well, down you to, to sell like, yourself the individual you sell the product. Well, you know what though? Like there are different examples of where that's not the case. Like, like technology, like Nike, right? Like who's Nike, right? Air Jordan. I, but when, you're I, when you say Nike, people. I think Jordan. Wow. But that's you're Nike. dealing with people. You're dealing with people one to one. Of course, if you, if you're not, no one want you're not approachable. No, no, no. But, 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 but what, what he's saying is like my company, mm-hmm. Ridge Production. Right. Like, well, you know what, though? That's always what I did. I always was like, I'm going to be fucking loud and crazy and everyone's going to be watching Ridge because it's crazy. Therefore, they're, when they think of doing a video, they're only going to think of one thing. He's the entrepreneur. He's, that's right. who he is. But yeah. my approach is a little bit different. It is. I mean, yeah. I told you earlier when I was like, I, filming, I, had to, I had to unfollow you on Instagram because, like, every time I open my phone, you just, ah, he's just like, talking <laughs> shit. And I'm just like, I can't fucking take this no more. It's funny because Ryan said the complete opposite. But what he's like, what I'm saying is like, how would you ever think that filming Goodman doing lines oh, shit. in Mexico would help Ridge Production? Because it was edgy. Right. It was. <laughs> so, so, edgy. So, so And so, no, no, but the way you edited it was even better because I was like, I did it and I was like, oh, I don't, come on, don't, uh, so, so I, don't check want, it out. I don't want your mom seeing this. And then like, so, you immediately so cut I'm, to the clip where you're like, oh, I can't wait to show my mom this video or some shit. So I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm running a production company, right? We're working with big companies like Palms and all the different companies that, that, that are with Agenda. You know, you have Nike and all those companies. I mean, we're not like doing Nike commercials, but we're doing recaps of their trade show at Agenda and we're trying to get in with like big companies. I mean, and, and, I'm, and I'm over here not posting to my personal page, Aaron doing lines. I'm posting that to Ridge. Like, this is my life. This is Ridge Production. We're crazy. And we're going to make a crazy video of this me- trip in Mexico. 
And everyone is like, what do you do? Like people that I work with, like tall and Aaron and even Tim, Tim, me and Tim have always, the biggest problem that we've had that I've had with my partner is like, you're getting us in trouble from the shit you're posting. Mm. Stop. And I'm like, you don't get it. It's no that such, controversy. Bad press yeah. is better than no. no press. There is no yeah. There is no such thing as bad. That's press. kind of been right. my whole theory. Right. I think you know this all kind of started when Trump was elected, and if there's one thing that that showed me, it was that it doesn't matter who you are, or what your message is. Like you just, if you're loud, you're gonna become everything's the, out in the open. Everything's becoming. But out I mean, in the he, open right if, now. if he can become president. You don't need to have I don't completely agree with that. I think you need to have a message or something. So, right. No, but what? what well, his message is everything I touch becomes gold, right? What? That's his message. Well, I don't know. Let's not go political, guys. Okay. No, Let's all I'm saying. No, all I'm Let's saying is no. But not, what, what I'm saying, being edgy, is it allows you to stand out from the crowd because I do the same thing with commercial. Real okay, estate. so hold on a second, though. So, so you're saying you need to have a message. He is our president. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. But we are not going there. We're staying away from politics. We're no, but it's not about, about politics. It's well, about... we're talking about you having... You, you can be crazy and you have a message. Yeah, that's but what... But you're a... Tra- it's like the guy who stands at the big top. Welcome! And he's loud and... <laughs> and come on in! Come right. on in here! But if there was no tickets. circus, he would quickly become... That's what I'm just... saying. He's, he's the welcome, and then he's also inside doing well, all the action. Choosing to, 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 to deliver a message, but right. the, the lesson... I'm just saying that I learned something about our society right. when he became president. I don't, don't want to talk about whether or not any of us agree with anything he's doing. I just want to talk about... The mechanics of how he where got there. we're at as a society and right. why I'm doing all this. Right. Um, with, it's like there's a there's a level. It's of, opened up a total new. Well, there's a level of sure. like oversaturation in all markets because yeah. of the internet. That the only way to be noticed is if you're just wildly active and posting. Like you need to be posting five videos a day, mm. and you need to be saying things that no one else is going to be saying. Which I already know you can do because. You've heard me. Yeah, because you're honest, you're real, and you've been to the dark, the depths. When you've been to the depths, the darkest places, you kind of lose that. Like, he's here, like, just revealing everything because he's just like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, no, the I don't give a fuck attitude is like such a necessity for like success and just not being afraid Mm -hmm. of getting littling like the bullshit. I think so. I I know so. It's like I've already failed. Who gives a shit from here? Like I've already, I've I've put out, you can't do more than I've done. And it's like, I'm still here. Hmm. And every, and I'm being, and I'm, and I have more, like fans and people that are appreciating me than ever because of that. I like that. It's like if you, right. well, like if you have fuck you money, you can make more money because you're not worried. Right. And I've been doing that with my clients. Like, just to, I'm like, I don't have a big business. I have a small business, but I just, you know what? You you pay what I ask and you give it to me, or just go away. 
I'm yeah. not rude. I'm a nice guy and everything, yeah. but I just fuck the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't yeah, want to yeah. pay me. I don't have time me. for yeah, it. Yeah, well, just, like, if you, you have know, an aggressive approach and mindset, it's gonna you you won't fail. But yeah. you don't have to be yeah. aggressive. You just have to be like confident. Like Correct. this is how yeah. it is. Correct. It's not my job. Like what I tell my clients, it's not my job to tell you what you want to hear. It's my job to tell you the truth. Okay, so right, good. yeah, the truth. Here's the truth. Right. This is the good work, and this is how much it costs. Now, if you want some shit work or something, it's exactly or, my approach I take with yeah. my clients. It's it's more about like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the, the standard like cookie cutter bullshit salesman is like that that type of mindset is just not for me. You yeah. know, I, I to the last thing I want is to live a normal life. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but you did though. Mm. It doesn't sound that's normal. normal. I, I don't what? think that in my story. I don't not, know. That's normal. I guess it's normal that's today. Saying when you were like, let's Is get it? sober. It's not oh, normal no, for 1950. Kids and have a nice house. Right. And, uh, but, correct. I, but now you're kind of like, I don't think that you have, I don't think that you had what you, I don't know if you would have been able to get this raw and honest two years ago. Or maybe you would. I don't know. Maybe you would. I don't have a crystal ball. No, no. I'm saying two years ago. Yeah. You don't need a crystal ball. You just need to tell me how you He's were. He's worried that today. I, I think, yeah, whatever happens in life is what's preparing you for what's coming next. No, 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 no. Two years ago, were you like willing to be open and honest like the way you are right now? Yeah. Oh, you were? Yeah, yeah I feel like really? you... I've always been... I've always had yeah. conversations with you yeah. and Tim about shit about life yeah. that, that and, and, and other people never, are uncomfortable talking about. Yeah, like Goodman's never been the guy that's like, don't film me. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Neither does my brother... Yeah, neither is Tim or Jason or you know what? This is new thing. We're gonna wrap up here because we're over two hours. But there's this new thing I've been playing with about like filming, about like putting a camera on someone, like it exposes their true selves. It's weird. Mm. No, like when you go like, what's up? Yeah, people are scared. People are scared to be seen. And if they're like tripping. Like, don't film me. They have to work something out. Because, no, because all it is, all it is, is the potential for other people to see you. What are you hiding? I don't know. I, I, this is, I have this new thing about, and there's a lot of, there's this whole movement happening right what now. What are you hiding me. or what are you scared of? You're insecure. What's your yeah. You're scared of people seeing what you think about yourself. Exactly. That's what you're scared it, of. It exposes things that need to be, so there's this movement happening on YouTube right now where people are going in there like just they're walking into like the DMV or any kind of government owned building and they're <clears> doing like tap. audits that <laughs> they're filming. Yeah, no, we're done. We're done. Yeah. But they're filming people and the people are like, you can't film. And they're like, actually, it's my first time. Right. I'm doing an audit on the DMV to make sure everyone's doing their job properly. It's like amazing what's happening on YouTube. And you see, like, evil in certain people. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, thanks. It's time for us to go pee. Yeah. Check out <laughs> Hillary on TikTok. You, you, do you know your name yet? Or? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, I think. You guys, um, I'm just starting this, okay? All right, guys. Later.